Good evening and welcome back to Mask's weekly radio show on Family Matters. Mask, mother, fathers, aligned, saving kids, kids of all ages and all stages for all mental health struggles, including addiction. If you know someone that needs a referral for a therapist, an inpatient or outpatient program, please give us a call, 718-758-0400. All calls are strictly confidential. If you want to get a naloxone kit, which is another form of Narcan for prevention of opioid overdose, please give out our number. We can do it by Zoom, give you a training, and mail you a free kit. Our number again, I'll repeat it. Maybe it's for yourself, a loved one, a neighbor, or someone you usually would sit next to in shul. Our number is one seven one eight. Seven five eight zero four zero zero. Tonight, I'm, I mean, every week I say this, but I really mean it. That tonight, I'm really, really so happy and honored to have on with us an amazing couple who are both therapists, and we have been speaking about getting them on to our show for a long time. And I'd like to welcome on Yael and Naftali Walfish. Good evening. How are you? Good evening to you. How are you? Rama, thanks for uh, all the work that Mask does for the community and for Claudia's role. Thank you. And Yael, good evening. Hi. Thank you for everything. I know that you work so hard for Mask to bring any resource possible to all parents and families. And I'm honored to be part of this. Thank you. It's really, really an honor to have both of you on. We, we are both part of Nefesh, a wonderful organization that has over 900 from therapists around the world. And mm-hmm. Ezra Sashem, God willing, we're coming up. February 24th to Nefesh Conference. And I'm so looking forward to spending it again with both of you and seeing you. We haven't seen each other in years uh, because of COVID. So let's just get right to it. Mask has had the Nurtured Heart, Dr. Glazer, come on and do programs with Mask and in person several years ago we did a program and hopefully we will get him to come again but i know that both of you are so involved with the nurtured heart approach so can i ask you to give a quick introduction 
about nurtured, uh, the nurtured heart approach so that my listeners understand what that really is? Sure. So uh, I'll, I'll start with that. Um, nurtured heart approach is basically a simple but very deep approach. It's all about energy, relationship, connection, and it has three foundational stands. Simply put, the first stand is absolutely no energy to negativity, no lectures, no reprimands, no warnings. That's stand one. Stand two is absolutely yes. Yes to positivity. We want to create, we want to nurture success. And finally, stand three is we want to be, be absolutely clear, clear with rules, clear with consequences and with our expectations and limits. And when we're off track, we can just we can just reset. It's very simple ideas, like I said, but they're life changing. We're basically flipping the script of, of how we've been interacting in the past. And we actually transform. And so do the children around us. Well, I'm glad you used the word transform because uh, Howard Glasser that wrote the book on the nurtured heart approach is called Transforming the Difficult Child, Shifting the Intense Child to New Patterns of Success and Strengthening All Children on the Inside. So yes, it is transforming when one is able to go through the steps and learning more about the nurtured heart approach. Uh, I do want everyone to know that Naftali Walfish and Al are both therapists, and they are located in Passaic, New Jersey, and they work uh, with families to help with w whatever mental illness or tr troubles and struggles somebody may be having with their children. So um, why don't one of you tell me how you guys got hooked? into doing the nurtured heart approach, please. Sure. So about six years ago, Naftali actually signed us both up for a full day training with Howard Glasser. Um, I actually had no interest in going. I knew this approach was not for me. Um, he signed us up and we went and somehow whatever I heard on that day was so powerful for me as a mother and as a social worker working with children at risk in the community that I somehow decided to take this on. Um, I actually was terrified of presenting publicly. I didn't speak really in elementary school, high school, graduate school. I wouldn't even ask a question at a workshop, but it was so powerful that I somehow decided to fight my own anxiety and kind of just, you know, somehow plow through that and really from that day on um been working at it learning it um a funny story is that neftali knew that i really after that six hour i wanted to go get the training so i could train others and um the training was in arizona i couldn't even imagine how i would go it was too complicated at that time with our kids and he found out that there was a grant in New Jersey that was bringing in the training. 
and he called the state people and he said, you know, can we come? My wife and I, can we be part of this? And they said, maybe in a few years. And he said to them, I believe in God and I believe he can make anything happen. And I want to hear from you how you help us to get in. And I couldn't believe he said that. <laughs> but um, they ended up calling us back and saying that they, they want us and they want us to bring it to the firm community. So we got in right away and that's how it all started. So let's talk, that's an amazing story, but I could count on Naftali doing something like that. He is <laughs> practical. He is a get done kind of therapist. So in life, I don't, I don't think any other way about him. <laughs> so kolakavod. So let's talk about your journey and how it's been for the past six years. You guys are teaching. And like I said, we did have Howard Glasser come to our community in Flatbush. We had hundreds of therapists that we trained. And we continue to offer this kind of approach to parents. Um, so how has it been for you teaching this approach? So it, intimidating, certainly in the beginning. We still have our moments, but we've we basically have been training a wide range of schools, uh, parents, therapists. Our first training was actually at a residential center. I work in St. Mary's Hospital, and we they have a residential center. And so we started off there, a super loving, caring, nurturing environment. And we were super nervous that, like, what could we really contribute to them? It was our first training. We had no idea what we were doing. But it was it was amazingly successful. In fact, yeah, maybe you tell the story that, that, that happened there that was like a, a changing point for us, actually. So we didn't know what we can, could, could, could contribute, but the success stories were amazing. Um, they actually had a girl, while, we did a six-week training, so each skill built on the next, and we were pretty much at week three, and we had taught them how to recognize kids, how to notice moments of success, how to notice rules not being broken. And they had this youth, and she was escalated, and she said, I want to break things. I want to throw things. I want to hurt someone. And they were getting ready to call 911. And that's what they do at a residential center because she was out of control and escalating. But first, the worker thought to herself, you know, I'm going to try this NHA thing and see what happens. And she said to her, Rachel, you want to break things. You want to throw things. You want to hurt someone. You're really upset and angry, but you're not doing any of those things. You're showing such self-control. And guess what? She stopped and they didn't hospitalize her. And it was like that success story and then more success stories that started like jet fueling us to do more. Like, like right after that, we started a grassroots effort in our basement. We had a bunch of wonderful mothers uh, who started us off in person in our basement pre-COVID. And it's, it's grown ever since. I mean, we've presented at, at Nefesh, Torah Masora. Now we've gotten it international because of our online training. A bunch of countries we have involved in the process. 
Yeah, so that's where it's been from then on. Like we trained Tarmasora, uh, the Nefesh Conference, all, all different places. It's really been exciting. Yeah, and you've gotten a really big following. So this is great. And I know that Howard Glasser says, you need, you need anyone? If I can't come, then go to Naftali and Yael. They do great work. So God willing, I hope to have you with Howard. Uh, either with him or without him to do a program, God willing, in the near future. So just let's understand, is there a certain age approach for the nurtured heart? My listeners don't know what the nurtured heart possibly is. So let's start at the bottom. What age would you start using the nurtured heart approach? Well, I guess to answer that, I would just say that it was originally for difficult children, right? And he started teaching this to parents, teachers, therapists. Um, but now it's basically, it's so powerful for any age, any child, any stage, really anyone. And it's really for us too. Because like when we start to not give energy to our own negativity, to start noticing all our moments of success and to start getting clear with our expectations needs, like we really transform. So it's really, it's really for anyone. Like, most people do come to us because they have a difficult child, but um, we actually now do have parents of very young children that are starting to build, nurture, energize, like the strength within for their children. So I would say... The younger, the better. Okay. Naftali, I know you specialize in family therapy. And why don't you tell us how the Nurtured Heart Approach uh, works alongside uh, in your family work? So, yes, like you said, uh, in family therapy, uh, a lot of times families come in crisis. And uh, I've always found that a family systems approach is the most impactful. Uh, in fact, I trained at the Mnuchin Center to the point that I'm now on, on the board of the Mnuchin Center. That's how much I believe in it. And what I found with the Nurtured Heart approach is it's, it's incredible in how it helps me have practical tools in building more success with the families. So what I used to do before is sort of like you know, family therapy on steroids with the Nurtured Heart approach. It dovetails very nicely. So let's talk about what you would say to someone that's skeptical, skeptical about this approach or may say, I'm in crisis now. I don't have time for that. Like, help me with practical. Because that's usually what happens when they call the helpline. They're like, okay, but I can't just go for a six-week course now. Please explain what the benefit is and how it works. Yeah, so I totally get that. Families are, could be in so much crisis. Maybe they've gone through therapy and things sometimes do get worse, right? Like sometimes they just don't know what to do. Um, personally, myself, when I read this book years ago, I thought, like, no way. I must have opened it up to this page where it talked about noticing rules not being broken. and. I knew it made no sense. Like for me at that time, I thought like, how could I do this? Now I think it's like pure brilliance because 
it's like we've we're creating a whole new like set of and a whole new space to create positivity when we notice like those rules not being broken. Um, all I could say is I totally understand the parents that don't know what to do. I do get so many of those people. Like they've been through so many different approaches. Their kids aren't responding or their kids don't want to go to therapy. Um, and I do find that almost immediately they start feeling better. Like they've created an intentional mindset of noticing what's going right. And a lot of things do improve. At least what I, what I notice is at least the parents start feeling better and they have a new avenue and new tools and they start believing in the child. And that's when that transformation does happen. So there's like a lot of opportunity in this. Yes. And we do have, uh, many hundreds of parents who have been doing the nurtured heart approach and they've moved along so wonderfully. But I do want to ask when somebody suffers with mental illness and doesn't want to take meds or is manic or anything else on that topic, uh, how then can the parent help with the nurtured heart approach um, you know, dealing with such a child? I don't know. You know, some questions, I'm not really sure how to so say. You want, like, you want to tell the example of the mother that you had the, signing the sheet? Yeah, why don't you share some oh, examples? Oh, Kelly is reminding me of an example. So it happens to be, Rahama, that I go into the most hardcore situations. Like I go into jails, psychiatric hospitals. I go in home. Um, Naftali is reminding me, so I, wherever I go, and I do find people respond. So Naftali is reminding me of a situation where um, I had this mother that um, was, she was, apparently she was homeschooling her child, like she was supposedly, but, um, but she wasn't. And they had like protective services involved, and she was talking to me, and she was like manic, like she just did not stop. And... Um, she wasn't answering my questions, and I said to her, like, I need you to reset. I need you to answer these questions, and, like, she she answered a little bit, but at some point, I said to her, I get it. You love your son so much. You are such a loving, caring mother. You just want to do the best for your son, and at that point, she stopped, and she started answering my questions, and... Her mother actually lived with her, and her mother came and said, wow, like you're letting the woman talk. You're having a dialogue. That's new. And then I built that success. And so I guess to answer your question, will this resolve like everything? No, but like at least we'll have an avenue to start building, you know? Right. So I know you you, you always say, Natalie, change your approach and transform their behavior, right? Yep. So, Yeah. That is probably the best way to go. And parents really need to realize that when their children of any age are suffering with mental illness and struggles, sometimes their hands are tied and things do happen. But this nurtured approach, like Yael said, definitely is helpful for the parents as well to get to a good place of acceptance and learning how to try and know what to deal with 
in a different way to be able to help transform whatever else is happening. Absolutely. It gives you, it gives you like a recipe book, like a lexicon, a new lexicon that you can use. And I, one key important thing I don't want to leave out of this is it absolutely has to be genuine. Because if it's not genuine, if it's being used as a manipulative tool or as a uh, power play or as a behavioral technique, it, it, it will backfire. Got it. Yes. And I know in the book, you know, Howard Glasser describes, you know, whether they're, on AD, they're an ADHD child, they're an energy challenge child, they're having school issues, um, so many different topics to talk about and help with the symptoms and the diagnosis and just, you know, he really describes how to move the mountains. So I'm wondering if you can just describe, give us a few um, examples or stories if you can share, but please be very confidential and change any facts or, you know, so that nobody could really recognize the story, please, the families. All right, I'll give you one story. Uh, I was in Costco in Passaic. Don't say Passaic. Um, so all the stories well, maybe, I tell, I ask, <laughs> all the tourist stories I tell, I ask um, parents for permission. So, right. But I, I will not give any specific details. Um, I met this mother in Costco, and she said to me, uh, do you have an OCD specialist? And I said, why? What's going on? And she said, my son, he doesn't really make eye contact. He doesn't play with the other kids at recess. He doesn't change his clothing. He's very rigid. And I said to her, you know, we can look into that. But why wouldn't you try the nurtured heart approach first? And we started discussing it. And before I left Costco that day, I said to her, does he change into buzz? And she said, yes. And I said, Oh, so start energizing him for, for changing his clothing, you know, and for being flexible. And basically the mom and the dad ended up starting to take this on and started recognizing him for, you know, making eye contact. Like they would say, oh, can you look at me? And he would look up and they would say, thanks for looking at me. I see you care about what I have to say. And they started building him and the teacher started using it and noticing and recognizing him when he was playing with the other kids. And about six weeks later, she messages me, Chaste um, Hashem, this boy was locked in his own cage of anxiety. You know, he wasn't playing with the other kids. He wasn't making eye contact. He wasn't changing his clothing. And he really seems like a typical child now. Wonderful. You know, I, I really don't want to end the show without bringing up that Yael is also an author, and you came out with a new book just recently, yes, Menucha for Menucha. So congratulations on Thank that new you. book Thank that Menucha you. Publishers actually published. And anyone can go online and purchase the book. Can you tell us, please, about your new book? Sure. It's really exciting. It was kind of like this dream I had. Um, this book is basically about this girl, Manucha, who walks around with a storm cloud around her and whatever people do, like things, you know, aren't getting better. 
and the book kind of walks the child and the adult through the approach. Like the parents kind of take a step back and they say, Manucha, you know, it's up to you to deal with your storm cloud. And meanwhile, they stop energizing her for acting out and they start, you know, building all the moments of success and, and they wave goodbye to the storm cloud at the end of the book. So it's kind of like a, a quick way of learning the whole concept of the approach and hopefully for the child too, you know, like the pictures are very vivid. I'm really grateful for how it worked out. Um, people are liking it. It's actually, I cannot believe I'm saying this, Rakama, but it's like going past the from community. Like people are ordering it all over. That's kind of incredible. Great. It's a wonderful, beautifully done book. And I'm wondering if you want to tell my listeners that don't know the definition of Menucha, what that means and why you picked the name. Uh-huh. So Menucha means inner peace. And so it's a play on words, right? Menucha for Menucha. Like this girl is searching for her own inner peace. And I think that's really what we're all searching for, right? Like the whole world. And I think there's like so many children out there. I think one of the things that's interesting about the book is every time somebody sees it, they're like, oh, I have one of those children. <laughs> or a child. Um, a cousin of mine showed it to her son and he said, oh, let me show you my storm cloud. And he started acting out what he does when he gets upset. So, wow. Great story. Yeah. It's like a, it's like really great. I'm hoping it, it's like a, it gives a language, it gives a vocabulary for children when they're, you know, reading it with their parents. Right. Yeah. Wonderful. Really. And a beautiful looking book. Uh, really a nice book. A great gift um, for kids today. And you should really go online and let's give a shout out to Yael. Go online, purchase her book. It is by uh, publishers. Um, anyone that wants to buy it, they can get it online. And I just want to, before we close up, I just want you each to give less than a minute because we're running out of time. What do you want to say to parents that are struggling, please? What's a takeaway message? Well, since I have such limited time and there's so much to say, I would say you can go to our website, centerforgreatness.com. It's filled with information there, articles. Uh, we were featured in Bina, Mishpacha magazine, the Jewish link. Um, actually, the Mishpacha article there was published a few years ago, and uh, we still get calls about it. You do, I'm sure, because everyone talks about the nurtured heart approach and knows that you both are fantastic at implementing and teaching and learning about it. Yeah, Elle, what do you want to say to that? I would just say that it could be so overwhelming when children are misbehaving. I'd say just start noticing and focusing on what's going right. You know, the more we see the strength within, the more we live it, the more we see it around all around us. And that's I think that's like the first step is just starting to consider that we can transform our energy and transform their behaviors. And maybe that's not really enough for the parent that really needs the tools, but then hopefully they can even just pick up the book. It might give them an idea. Um, 
But I'd say that as we start to see that strength within, the kids start start being able to incorporate that and live that. And, and that's my hope for families, that they really find that inner peace. Absolutely. Thank you. And a shout out again to Howard Glasser, the wonderful book, Transforming the Difficult Child. Thank you, Yael and Naftali, for coming on tonight. It's really wonderful having you on. And I do hope to have you on again. And anyone that wants to reach out, Naftali or and Yael, feel free to call the Mask Helpline at 718-758-0400. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank Thanks so much on. for the opportunity. And I want to wish everybody a very good evening, beautiful Shabbos, and always remember, hang in, hold on, and still virtually hug tight. Tonight's mm -hmm. show is in memory of Rivka Bas Yisrael. Please go online to www.maskparents.org and make a donation so that we could continue with all of our programs. Thank you and have a good night. Are you interested in hosting your own radio show and podcast or perhaps a TV program? Talkline Network can help you get on the air from one hour weekly to 24 hours a day. Ideal for ethnic, foreign language, medical, business, and religious broadcasting. We also have full-time radio stations for lease, as well as FMHD channels. For more information, please call 212-769-1925. That's 212-769-1925. Or email zevrenner at gmail.com. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network. The voice of the Jewish community.